Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, whatever part of the day you're in. I appreciate you joining me and giving me a little bit of your time. I know you have other things that you could be doing, so I'm grateful. Sitting on the porch of the three-legged wolf and the young pup. Got a little bit of work done in the garden recently. Not a lot. Don't get concerned that I'm overworking myself. That's about it. For those of y'all that continue to uh, share the podcast and tell others about it, thank you. Um, Very grateful. Y'all help it to grow, help spread the word, so thank you. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for the people that listen to the podcast and share it. Be with them and their families. Bless them. Guide them. Thank you for the time that you're giving us to try and turn our country around. Thank you for your love, your forgiveness, your mercy. Thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who gave his life for us so that we could spend eternity with you. Thank you for all the many blessings you bestowed upon this nation. Thank you for the men and women who came before us and sacrificed so much. Those who do now be with our military and our law enforcement, our firefighters, particularly those overseas and those on the border, but all of them really, Father, in our little towns and communities, cities across the nation. Give them diligence and determination, stamina, steadfastness. Help us to support them, to encourage them, Help our nation to make and enforce just laws. Be with our leaders, president and vice president on down, judges. Guide my words, Lord. Help me to speak only the words that you want me to. In your son's name we pray. Amen. So we're going to go back to Churchill, because it really is a eerie, amazing, folks, correlation between British citizens, uh, many British citizens, 
and uh, and and you really can make the same argument about the many of the colonists before the Revolutionary War, but the British citizens going into World War II and the Christian conservative patriots. And then on the other hand, the German citizens, a number of them going into World War II and the left today, leftist citizens in America. This is out of the second book in the Churchill biography that we've been talking about off and on, William Manchester. Churchill instantly replied that the French army, far from being dangerous, was the strongest guarantee of peace on the continent. Britain must be armed. England's hour of weakness is Europe's hour of danger, Churchill said. He urged the Prime Minister to abandon his mission, stating the sudden disappearance or undue weakness of that factor of unquestionable French military superiority may open the floodgates of measureless consequence. We're going to tie this into a few things, but uh, open the floodgates there really applies today. When we have a weak America, the world is vulnerable because it allows evil men and women to step into that, that space that we've left. And, and you can see that on the world stage militarily. Uh, you can see the, the rise and strengthening of China, the arrogance of North Korea, the aggression that we see with Russia, uh, just the kind of political chaos that you see in a number of countries across the world. And it also applies here. Uh, the borders are a great example. When we're weak on our national security, our border, when we don't maintain strong borders and that security, we really do open the floodgates to just almost measureless consequence, the flood of criminals and terrorists, because that's what illegal immigrants are, regardless of whether they're male or female or LGBTQIA, whatever other nonsense or anything else, uh, they're criminals, just based on the fact of the way that they're entering the country. And you can have sympathy for their plight, but it's it's a lot like when you have a kid that you, if you actually care about your kid, you discipline them. And, and you maintain that discipline if you really love the child because that discipline is what's going to save them. And the Bible talks about that very clearly in Proverbs, uh, particularly about <laughs> corporal punishment, spanking, which is, seems to be uh, controversial or even bygone today. But that that's not the stance of the Bible. And when you when you don't discipline 
children. Uh, not only do you hurt them, uh, but you hurt, they hurt others. And that's exactly the same way with when you, when you think you're being kind and caring, if you actually are misguided enough to believe that by supporting illegal immigration, you hurt not only the illegal immigrants, uh, because you, you build this false sense of, well, I can do whatever I want, the, the rules don't apply to me. But also you hurt, in particular, you hurt our American brothers and sisters, our poor and needy here in America. Uh, because that's that's the very first group that really gets hurt by illegal immigrants. But don't worry, it it eventually hurts everybody. Millions of well-meaning English people were praying for a successful conference, talking about the disarmament conference. That, he said, was their vulnerability. There is such a horror of war in the great nations that pass through Armageddon that any declaration or public speech against armaments, although it consisted only of platitudes and unrealities, has always been applauded. And any speech or assertion which set forth the blunt truths has been incontinently regulated to the category of war-mongering. It's from uh, Manchester again with Churchill's comments kind of interspersed in there. This quote really struck me when I read it as representing the conservatives, the Christians, patriots in America that pray for uh, and have a willingness to believe that any leftist, moderate or extreme who even remotely makes a right-leaning comment uh, is some kind of salvation or or uh, an excuse to take a deep breath and go, okay, all right, now we can kind of relax. It, it, it also kind of represents this fear that conservatives have of being canceled or being accused of being bigoted or phobic of some kind uh, because they don't want to go against the, the wokeism that we see today. They don't want to go against what's viewed as politically correct. And, and you saw this in the, in the pacifist mentality in the British people in the 1930s. They, and at least they had the excuse of World War I. They, they knew, had just lived through 15 years earlier, the horrors of the Great War. And so they had this just uh, revulsion toward the thought of war again on that scale was just absolutely terrifying, terrifying to the point that that they wanted to pretend and live in this make-believe world that the aggression of the Nazis and the fascists in Italy and, uh, well, uh, there's some other, I guess the Japanese to a lesser extent at that moment, but, but that these threats, particularly the Nazis, really the Nazis was, wasn't there. They wanted to pretend it wasn't there. And, and every time, and we'll talk about this a lot uh, as we continue on in this book, but every time Hitler checked himself, you know, or said he was going to, they said, Oh, okay. Okay. Now we can, you know, we can trust this guy. Now they're going to stop. Now he's going to 
you know, he's got what he wants. He's not going to go any farther uh, and we're good. And that's just so foolish. My uncle, who I respect a great deal, made the comment a year or more ago, said that, you know, we get so excited when the political, social, ideological, cultural pendulum starts to swing uh, back toward truth. And yet the problem is that every time it swings back toward what's true and right, it doesn't quite reach as far as it did the last time. So that center line, that, that center target keeps moving progressively to the left. And that's exactly what happened with the Nazis. And that was the exact same response you got out of the British. And just like the Nazis, folks, um, you know, Nazism, fascism, socialism, communism, leftism, they're all the same, just, just different. They just package it differently. It's the same evil. It's just packaged a little bit differently in each case. But they're never going to stop. And, uh, and you have a number of everyday citizens that support it. Seemingly because they know they're never going to stop and they just think they're going to be in power and control so they don't have to worry about it. That was like the German citizens that supported the Nazis. And then, and then you have some that are maybe misguided and, and are going to realize too late what they've been supporting. Last one for today, military weakness invites attack. Churchill made that comment at some point. And that's certainly true on the world stage. The weaker our military is, which the left has been doing really well via uh, forcing leftism into the military, the wokeism, the political correctness, uh, particularly via feminism and the LGBTQIA whatever movement. But the weaker our military is, the more vulnerable not only our country is, which is the priority for us, right? But the weaker, the more unstable the world is. And uh, the weaker we are internally, it's the same thing. The weaker we are internally in our families, our marriages, our communities, our schools, you know, the the more vulnerable we become as a nation and we just invite attack. We invite external and internal attacks. The weaker we appear to the left and to leftist citizens and to their leaders, both politically and culturally, the more we invite attack from them, the more they're going to take. Because they're going to take and take and take. And then they might stop for just a second to try and lull us into this false sense of security. But they're going to start taking again as soon as they feel like they can. And as soon as we stand up to them, they're going to go, oh, oh, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. But they did. They did. They have no intention of stopping, folks. That's why the relativistic morals, the changing morals are so dangerous. That's why you have to have those unchanging morals and principles of God and Jesus Christ like we had in our founding. Leave you alone for today. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.